Hello and welcome to the Commander's Quarters. I'm your host, Mitch. Glad to have you here. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about Commander on a budget. Today, we have an episode of Commander's Two Cents. On episodes like these, I give you my own personal take on topics about the format in general and current news. This show and episodes like this one are possible thanks to viewers like you. If you're looking for an easy way to help support this show, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Also, hit that bell notification icon so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're at it, subscribe and review our podcast as well. You can also go check out our playmats and other merchandise at thecommandersquarters.com. Another easy way to support this show is with our TCG Player affiliate links. So whether you're buying a deck or individual cards, you can use this general link right here or one in the description. And the final way that you can support this show is by supporting us directly by becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, and I truly couldn't do this without all their support. Hey everyone, Mitch coming in from the Commander's Quarter Studio. Welcome to the show. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how, in my opinion, Cultivate is an overrated card in Commander. Now, I'm not trying to say that Cultivate is a terrible card and you shouldn't play it. It's a great ramp spell and it belongs in a lot of decks. I just think that it's being overvalued to the point where pretty much a lot of decks that just have green say, oh, I just need to include Cultivate because it's kind of that inclusion ramp spell that I always need to have. And I don't think it is that. I think that there are plenty of decks out there that don't need it that are currently using it or that there are better alternatives to use instead of that. And I think that those need to be considered instead. Now, obviously, this is a very opinionated episode. It's just my opinion, and I would love to hear yours as well in the comments, so let me know what your opinion is, but please hear me out first on just kind of some points I'm going to bring up, and you know what? I very well might be wrong, and, and that's okay. So let's jump into things first. Uh, so Cultivate, for those of you that don't know, is a sorcery for two and a green. It says search your library for up to two basic land cards, reveal those cards, and put one of them onto the battlefield, tapped, and the other into your hand, then shuffle your library. Now, there is another card, obviously, in the same discussion, that's Kodama's Reach, which is essentially the exact same thing, but it's also an arcane spell. The reason I'm saying Cultivate uh, for this video, I mean, obviously, I'm kind of including Kodama's Reach in that same uh, bucket, but basically, Kodama's Reach is slightly more expensive. It's seen less reprints than Cultivate, so therefore, it shows up in less decks just because it's slightly more expensive. You can kind of apply pretty much what all I'm saying to Cultivate as to Kodama's Reach and vice versa, uh, but basically, my main point to start off with is this. Cultivate sees play in mono green decks. This is mono green, not talking about over de decks overall. In mono green decks, Cultivate sees 47% of play. Cultivate 47% of mono green decks have Cultivate in them. Kadama's Reach is still at 40%, even though, again, the price is higher. Again, if it was the exact same price, they'd probably be around the exact same. So, essentially, Cultivate in mono green, th the argument for Cultivate being a good card is basically this, Okay. You get a land into play tapped, it ramps you by one, and you get one into your hand, so it helps you fix your mana and uh, secures your next land drop, essentially. Now, I've kind of been a proponent on this show of, hey, when it comes to land ramp or mana ramp in general, I like to make sure that I'm getting at least half as much of some, or half as much ramp as what I'm putting into it. So basically, if I pay two mana for something, I get one source of ramp. So if we're land ramp, it's one land into play. A land in your hand is not ramp, it is just kind of mana fixing or setting up your next land drop. It does not get you ahead on lands. And so basically, again, Cultivate for 3 mana is getting you ahead by 1. Yes, it is guaranteeing the next land drop, which is great, especially for, you know, decks that have a lot of different kinds of lands in them, like a 5-color deck, playing a Cultivate, getting, you know, one of your two lands that you need, getting another land into your hand. It, it can be great to kind of set up and make sure your mana is fixed. The difference is that in mono green, you don't need to fix your mana, okay? You're running all forests or maybe some, you know, non-basics in there, but essentially Cultivate's just going to get you two forests. So there's no fixing with that. It does set up your next land drop, which is useful, 
but not always needed. There are plenty of times when you end the game with lands in your hand and nothing to do with them. So and that's not always the case, obviously. It is nice, you know, if you play your Cultivate, you don't have another land in your hand that you've set up that next land drop. So you're basically setting yourself to get to five lands, and that's great. But when it comes to this, I think the biggest point I'm going to bring up is probably the first one I'm going to bring up right here is that there are other cards that are being overlooked simply because people think Cultivate is, again, this end-all, be-all ramp card, essentially. So, Nissus Pilgrimage is a sorcery for two and a green. It says, search your library, put the two basic forest cards, reveal those cards, and put one onto the battlefield tapped, and the rest into your hand, then shuffle your library. On top of that, it's got Spell Mastery, so if there are two or more instant and or sorcery cards in your graveyard, search your library, put the three basic forest cards instead of two. So... In a mono green deck, this is strictly better than Cultivate. And yet, in mono green, it sees play in 26%. Compare that to Cultivate's 47%, and that's, I mean, uh, almost half as much. This is a strictly better card that sees less play than Cultivate, just because I think it's kind of that that snowball effect. And anyway, the, all the stats I'm bringing up are going to be from EDH Rec, basically. But because players kind of see Cultivate as, oh, I need to include that in my deck. I need to include that in my deck. And I don't even... I just don't think that Cultivate really serves a purpose in a mono green deck. There are plenty of better ramp spells out there, in my opinion. Again, this is just my opinion. Uh, but basically, I think there are plenty of better green ramp spells for mono green, especially. Again, Cultivate, and I think it's great in, you know, five color, four color, some three colors as well. But outside of kind of one and two color, you don't really need to make sure that you're fixing your mana because you've got other ways, you know, if you're ramping by one. You're essentially getting the land that you need to fix. So yeah, if you've got a, a green-blue deck, if you cast a ramp spell that costs two, and it gets you one land into play tapped, you go get your island, and that's in the play tapped, and then you fix your mana. Essentially, you don't really need to worry too much about mana fixing more so and having lands in your hand as much. So again, in mono green, getting two essentially three forests, one into play tapped, and two in your hand is always going to be better than getting two forests, one into play tapped, and one in your hand. So that's why Nissus Pilgrimage should see more play than Cultivate in mono green, and yet somehow doesn't. Um, some other uh, three mana options that I think are great options that kind of get, again, overshadowed by Cultivate, and I don't think they should be. Grow from the Ashes, it's a fantastic one from Dominaria. It's a sorcery for two and a green. It has Kicker 2. You search your library for a basic land and put it onto the battlefield, and then you shuffle your library. If this spell is kicked, instead you get two basic lands and put them onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So this one, in my opinion, can just be strictly better in a lot of scenarios. Let's say on turn three... You've got some lands in your hands. So you don't need to set up your next land drop. That's great. You cast this. You get that land into play untapped. So then you can still cast something else. Maybe you've got another one mana spell in your hand. Maybe that's a Wayfarer's, Wayfarer's Bobble that you happen to just draw. And now you can get that into play as well. But basically, this kind of allows you to use that land right away. So this one, in my opinion, can be better on turn three. It could also be worse, obviously, if you don't have that extra land in your hand that you need to get with Cultivate. So it could be worse, but it could also be better. Turn four, they're probably about even, maybe-ish, depends again. But turn five, this one is just, in my opinion, strictly better than Cultivate because you cast it for essentially five mana with that kicker. You're getting two lands into play untapped. So this ramps you by two lands, and you can use that two mana that you that you basically were going to, or that, the lands that come into play untapped. So it's just strictly better than Cultivate after, you know, you get to five mana. Another three-mana ramp spell that I think it's slightly overshadowed by Cultivate is going to be Harrow. It's an instant for a two and a green. It says, as it shall cost to cast a spell, sacrifice a land, search your library for the two basic land cards, put them onto the battlefield, and shuffle your library. So this one, you can cast at instant speed. So again, anytime you have an instant versus a sorcery, the instant is always better to have, obviously, because you've got that flexibility. You've got the ability to cast it, you know, right before your turn. You can save other mana for other things if you need it. 
and again, this one allows your lands to come into play untapped, so you can basically just use that two mana right away. Again, Cultivate does this. This one essentially kind of nets you one land in play. Yes, you're sacrificing a land, but maybe your deck has some synergies with a graveyard. Maybe you can get that land back. Maybe you've got some other ways to do that. But again, this one kind of allows you to utilize uh, utilize the lands that the, right when they come in, you get that mana. Cultivate does not do that. And again, this one's a little more flexible. There are certain decks that Cultivate's going to be better. There are certain decks when this is going to be better too. Springbloom Druid is another one that's essentially a harrow on a body. Basically, it does the exact same thing when it comes into play. It's a 1-1, except those lands come into play tap. So yes, you can't utilize those lands right away. But if you've got a way to blink it, if you've got a way to recur it, uh, there are other things you can do with creatures. Again, a creature-focused deck that can really use this and utilize it can be better. It can be a better version, not better version of Cultivate, but a better uh, source of ramp than Cultivate can in certain decks. But next, let's move on to another three-mana sorcery with Search for Tomorrow. Uh, and this one I've got under a section called Turn 1 Plays. Uh, it's a sorcery for two and a green. It says, search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, and shuff your library, and it's got to spend two for a green. So this one is a fantastic ramp spell because it's got flexibility. If you've got it in your opening hand and you've got a forest, you can just suspend this, uh, suspend two for a green. And basically, this is setting yourself up for a future, basically free ramp on turn three that comes into play untapped. And even again, if you've got this, if you don't have it in your opening hand, if you cast it, you get your land into play untapped so you can still use it if you're casting it for three. Again, Cultivate can be better in certain situations, but if you've got either in your opening hand, I'd say nine, nine times out of ten, Search for Tomorrow is going to be better because, again, you're basically casting this right away. You're getting that value on turn three. You're getting that land without having a huge investment of tapping out for it. Uh, Wayfarer's Bobble is, a, of course, another great turn one play. Uh, that I think still is underplayed. Uh, it's an artifact for one that you can pay two and tap it and sacrifice it and search your library for a basic land to put a play tapped. So this one you can kind of, yes, it does cost the exact same amount of mana overall, essentially, right? Three mana and only gets you one land to play tapped versus cultivate is three mana and you get a land to play tapped and one to your hand. But this one you can get basically ramp on turn two because you can get it down on turn one and then use your mana on turn two. So you can kind of split it up, which is exactly what you want to do. You want to ramp on turn two, again, except for things like soul ring and whatnot. But essentially, this one, again, I think if you've got both in your opening hand, this one is always going to be better pretty much. And again, this one doesn't even require a green mana source. You can have any lands, essentially, and you can always get this uh, as long as they come to play on tap. You can always use this on turn two. Uh, Fauna Fertility is another example. This one is kind of the, the is a green version of Wafer's Bobble, essentially. It's enchantment for a green. You pay one in a green, you sacrifice, you get a basic land into play tap, then you shove your library. So again... This one has the option of basically getting it down on turn one and then turn two ramping you, which is always going to be better to ramp on turn two than it is on turn three. It gets you ahead. It makes sure you're not falling behind, essentially. But also, the kind of the difference between, you know, Cultivate in a Wayfarer's Bobble or Fauna Fertility is that you kind of have flexibility with them, too. Maybe you're casting something else, and then you maybe only have one mana left. You can't use that to cast a Cultivate. You use that to cast a Wayfarer's Bobble, and then maybe the next turn you've got two mana open, so then you can use it then. You're kind of not having to commit uh, as much resources to basically cast half of it, or not cast half of it, cast it, and then use it later. You can utilize it whenever you need to. Another somewhat similar card in green is going to be Diligent Farmhand. It's a 1-1 druid that costs a green, and you can pay one in a green and sack it to get a basic land to play tap, and then you shuffle your library. If it's in your graveyard, it can't say Muscle Burst. You can ignore that. But again, basically, this has some flexibility to it. Again, you can get it down early. You can use it as a blocker. You can pay to sacrifice it. You know, it, it's got that flexibility where, again, turn one play, turn two ramp is just huge in my opinion. And again, I, I, I can't overstate this enough. I do think that turn two ramp is always going to be better than turn three in almost every situation. Uh, some So again, some great turn two plays. Again, uh, Sakura Tribe Elder, somewhat similar to Diligent Farmhand. 
uh, is a 1-1 one, one Snake Shaman for 1 and a green. You can sack it for free and search your library for a basic and put a play tap. So this one is great because that sacrifice is free. You can do it whenever you need to. You can use it again as a chump blocker and then sack it when you got when you uh, want to get that land. Rampant Growth, of course. Uh, search your library for a basic land card, put it in the play tap, and shuff your library sorcery for 1 and a green. Ramps you earlier. Again, these cards do not get you that extra land for that kind of uh, that guaranteed extra land drop. But there are plenty of times when... You know, as many times, uh, if not more, in my opinion, if you've got the right setup for your deck, if you've got the right number of lands in your deck, if you've got ways to draw cards, you're going to be hitting your land drops as is. So not, you know, kind of over flooding your, your hand with extra lands that you don't need or aren't going to play. And especially again in decks that, again, a mono green deck or a two color deck really doesn't need to worry too much about fixing because you're going to be able to get that one color or that two colors that you need. Uh, and then Edge of Autumn, I think, is one that is still underrated. It's a source for uh, one in a green. It says if you control four or fewer lands, search your library for a basic land card, put it into play, tap, then shuffle your library, and it's got cycling, uh, sacrifice a land. So this one is only useful as a ramp spell when you need to ramp. Again, if you're if you've got a deck that needs to work with you know ten lands in play or so, then maybe it's not the best option. But still, you know you you the early turns, you know turn two, it works the exact same thing as a rampant growth. So it's just a fantastic spell. Again, if you've got five or more, you can't you know use it as a ramp spell, but you can have that kind of utility to cycle it by sacrificing a land to replace this card so again if if late game you know you've got let's say 12 lands on the field you know it, it's turn you know 12 or, or whatnot you've got a ton of lands in the field and you draw a cultivate that's not going to help you at all that helps you zero you draw edge of autumn and that actually does help you because you can just say okay i'll cycle it for another card i can ditch it to get something better now i'm trying to keep most of these budget but one i'll, I'll kind of extend out just a little bit is gonna be nature's lore and that's around four or five dollars i believe uh, it's a sorcery for one into green it says search your library forest card and put that card into the battlefield and then shuffle your library so this is fantastic if you got chalk lands if you really want to help with fixing but in that way but it's also just again turn to ramp that has a land come to play untapped that you can utilize right away and use for something else again you've got a wafer's bob in your hand you can just utilize that to get it out something like that um, one that's not for mono green, uh, but a fantastic ramp spell, obviously, is Farseek, uh, for similar reasons to Nature's Lore. So a sorcerer one in a green, says search your library for a plains, island, swamp, or mountain, put it into the battlefield, tap, and shove your library. So again, you go get your shock land, but again, in just any kind of other deck you can, or any deck that's more than just mono green, you can get, you know, it helps you fix your mana, it helps you ramp on turn two, and I think it's just really important. Now, one example that I want to bring up really quick is a commander-specific example. There are plenty of commanders out there that you want to get out on specific turns, and I think this one actually is probably the one, you know, that really illustrates this, is that a Rixmithy Slumbering Isle, you really want to get out on turn three. Uh, it's a 12-12 Kraken that costs two green-blue. It enters the battlefield tap with five Slumber Counters on it. As long as it's got a Slumber Counter on it, it's a land. Whenever you cast a spell, you may remove a Slumber Counter from it, and it taps for green-blue. So basically, this is like an explosive vegetation kind of in your command zone that you always have access to for four mana. You know, it's cost four, it, it ramps you by two. So by, you know, ramping to get to four mana on turn three, you can cast this on turn three to ramp yourself so that next turn you play your land and you're at seven mana on turn four, which is huge. It's great. And yet cultivate, which you, you know, is, is a turn three spell, costs 60, or it costs 61. It's in 61% of our Rixmithy's decks, which is a huge percentage. And I think, in in my opinion, it's overshadowing. It's being it's being played more than some cards that I think deserve to be in there before it. Because, again, you want those spells that ramp you on turn two, like pretty much all those ones I just talked about. Or a search for tomorrow that's flexible and that you can cast on turn one. You want to be able to ramp to get Rixmithy's out as quickly as possible. And Cultivate does not allow you to do that. So, again, I think that... Cultivate is seen by many, not just in mono green, you know. Mono green, I do think it's being overplayed. 
and and even decks like this you know where you know you need to get your commander out on a certain turn and again this deck only has two colors so it's not crucial that you know you really fix your mana because you've got plenty of other ways to ramp to just get you know that other land to get that island that helps you fix your mana that i think that you know you need to focus more so on okay what ramp spells are best for this deck versus cultivate the end all be all this you know i just need to include it index because it's good ramp and it helps me fix my mana and it helps me get a land in my hand i think people over evaluate that getting the land into your hand part um, one newer card that I do want to bring up that is a very flexible card is going to be Migration Path. Migration Path is a sorcerer for three and a green. So I search your library for two basic land cards, put them onto the battlefield, tap and shuff your library, and it's got cycling for two. So this is an explosive vegetation with just basically just an additional, hey, you've got cycling for two on it. This one, in my opinion, is, is going to be better than Cultivate in a lot of decks. This one, again, it gives you, you know, two lands for four mana, so it's giving you half, of, half the amount that you put into it, okay? It also is going to help you, again, if, if you draw both late, which one would you rather have in your hand? You know, you've got, you've already got, you know, your 10 lands in play or whatnot. Would you rather draw a Cultivate, cultivate or a Migration Path? I, again, 9 times out of 10, maybe 10 times out of 10, basically, you want that Migration Path because it's got that option to cycle it. You can ditch it, you can pay two, you switch it out for something else, and you don't need it. Again, casting the Cultivate when you've already got a ton of lands in play, it's just, it's not going to help you out. So you need kind of that flexibility. Yes, you know, on turn three, if you don't have, you know, your, your, if you didn't ramp on turn two, Cultivate is obviously going to be better because you can't cast Migration Path. But if you ramped on turn two, you'd rather have Migration Path in your hand so that you can cast that instead of the Cultivate, which basically, you know, gets two into, into play directly versus just, you know, one into play and one in your hand. So again, I think that Cultivate is a great ramp spell, okay? I do not want to downplay that, okay? Cultivate is a fantastic ramp spell. It's great in five color decks, four color decks, and a lot of three color decks because you know what? It ramps you and it helps really fix your mana and gets you the lands that you need. But again, in those one to two color decks, especially one color decks, I think it's being very, very much overplayed and overvaluated. And players are just completely ignoring spells that are just strictly better. Again, in mono green, Nissa's Pilgrimage is just strictly better because it can get you, you know, it essentially does the exact same thing, or it can also do something on top of that. It can get you an extra force in your hand. So I think that again, Cultivate is just seen as this end all be all perfect ramp spell and i think that there are flaws to it and i think that people players need to again just kind of evaluate the card when you're when you're thinking about putting it in your deck instead of just you know potentially having this kind of list of ramp spells you use in every single deck just make sure that you know what does this deck need it does my ricksmithies deck need cultivate in it or should maybe i think about some earlier ramp spells that can help me get a ricksmithies out earlier that's that's all i'm saying so again I mean, again, this is all just my opinion. There are plenty of opinions on this, and I would love to hear yours. So in the comments below, please know what you think about this. Let me know what your opinion on Cultivate is. Am I completely off base? Uh, did I bring up some good points? I'd love to hear you. So um, let me know in the comments below. And as always, thanks again, and have a good one. And make sure you're following us on social media for more updates and sneak peeks on future episodes. Again, a huge thank you to my patrons who help make this show possible. I truly couldn't do any of this without your support. If you want to support this channel directly, consider becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, including being able to vote on future commanders for deck tax. There are even tiers where you get your own personalized deck tech dedicated to you. You can check out all the Patreon tiers and rewards at patreon.com slash commandersquarters. If you haven't already, make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about budget commander. So while you're at it, go ahead and check out some of our other types of episodes. And with that, I'm out of here. Thanks again and have a good one.